we are going to be talking about, and uh, we'll do part one of this message, uh, but we're going to be talking about the Christ of Christmas. Amen. Amen. Can you say that with me? The Christ, the Christ. of Christmas. Uh, you know, Christmas, when we think of it, the message is about a baby in Bethlehem who is the Christ of Christmas. Uh, the inconceivable happened with the entry of God into the human framework. And, uh, you know, when you stop and think about God becoming human, uh, it's almost impossible to explain. It's an incredible proposition. And uh, we can only teach it because it's revealed to us in the word and it's verified by the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, but we want to talk about the Christ of Christmas. Uh, for a lot of people in the world, uh, you know, babies represent new life and uh, innocence and, uh, you know, and, and so there are a lot of people that are on board with the message of uh, the baby that was born in the stable. And, uh, you know, they'll, 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 they'll tolerate that. But uh, he didn't stay a baby. The babe in the manger became the Christ of Christmas. And uh, we're going to look at a passage of scripture in today that is found in the book of Colossians, the first chapter. And uh, we'll be looking at verses 12 through 18. And uh, like I said, I'm only going to do part one of this on today. Uh, but Colossians, if you've got Bibles or, amen, your devices and you want to turn to that uh, with me. And we do have it on the screen. Uh, beginning reading New King James Version, Colossians 1 and 12. It says they're giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. He has delivered us from the power of darkness, and in the New King James it says conveyed. Uh, some translations, probably the King James, it says uh, translated us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption, through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. For he is the image of the invisible God. Firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created. That are in heaven. And that are on the earth. Visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominion or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And him and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead. 
that in all things he might have the preeminence. Man, we want to thank the Lord for the reading of his word, Amen. Colossians 1, 12 through 18. We're talking about the Christ of Christmas. And when we uh, come to the Christ of Christmas and uh, Colossians 1 might not seem uh, appropriate as a scripture uh, to talk about the Christ of Christmas, but uh, you see what we have to what we have to recognize is that is that uh, there's some there, there's there's some big things that came in that package of that baby in the manger. Some some big things and. Uh, some implications, big implications that are wrapped up in those swaddling clothes. Amen. And uh, so we want to talk about the Christ. And uh, when uh, we talk about the Christ of Christmas, amen, we're dealing with God becoming flesh. Amen. And uh, as the uh, praise team was singing earlier, Emmanuel. Yes. Interpreted meaning God with us. And and, and uh, that's a mystery. Uh, if you begin to look at it and begin to try to phantom it. Uh, God with us. Amen. How he, uh, the incarnation. Uh, uh, and, and, and not only did he come to visit, but he came for a specific purpose. Yes. And his purpose in coming. Was to meet us in our needs. Amen. In our sin. And to redeem us. And to introduce us to God. As he really is. Oh, yes. And to shake away from us. And free us from the illusions. And the fantasies about what God is like. Amen. And to bring us to an awareness of how much. He not only loves us, but he wants to work his purpose in us. Amen. There's a lot wrapped up in swaddling clothes, in that baby in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And so what I'd like to do, and I think Colossians 1, 12 through 18, helps us to see the big picture. And uh, it talks about, in Colossians 1, 12 through 18, it talks about seven... Uh, it, it, it has seven successive statements, and uh, in those in, in those seven verses yes. of the Christ of Christmas, mm -hmm. we're not going to go through all seven of them on today because I don't think we'd be able to do them justice. And I, but we're going to take a look at four of them today. Is that all right? Amen. We'll look at four today that are contained uh, and that we take directly from the verses that we read. And uh, they are foundational uh, to who we are in Christ. And so let's look at them, amen, the first four. And the first one is in the scripture there that we read. Uh, he qualified us. It talks about it talks about uh, what God 
did for us so that uh, Christ could uh, come and, 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 and do a work in us. And uh, so the first one is, amen, he qualified us. Yes. I get my Bible. Somebody, amen, has got it. Uh, you got it open up. Read Colossians 1 and 12, if you would. Anybody got it there? Yes. 1 and 12. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Giving thanks unto the Father. Yes. Which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Mm-hmm. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. All right. Now, in Colossians 1 and 12, which he just read, it said, giving thanks to the Father. And the New King James and, and other in some translations, uh, the one she it said meet or able. But uh, the word is, and giving thanks to the Father who has qualified Amen. us. Amen. Who has qualified us. Uh, and, and what did he do? He qualified us to be partakers yeah. of the inheritance of the saints in life. And when I think about that word, how God uh, qualified us. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you've been qualified. Did you know that? Hallelujah. You've been qualified. Amen. Qualified by God. You've been qualified to be partaker. Have, have you ever wondered sometime, or you, you, you know, you, you ever... Uh, one of the things that I've noticed about us, uh, uh, you know, if we're not on some eagle trip, uh, uh, there are times when we don't feel qualified. Any, anybody understand, know what I'm talking about? Amen. There, there, there are some times with the stuff that goes on in our lives, with the things that we have to deal with, that we feel anything but qualified. But I'm so glad to know, you see, when we talk about uh, being qualified, the qualification has to do with God accomplishing through Christ for us something that we never would have been able to accomplish ourselves. We couldn't do it. We weren't worthy. But God did it for us through Christ. Yes. And we've been qualified yes. to be partakers of the saints in light. Yes. That's good news. Amen. Talk about the Christ of Christmas. Yes. Amen. Uh, we've been qualified. Jesus made a qualifying statement through uh, what he did on the cross for us. Amen. Uh, by uh, his words, we are authorized agents of Jesus Christ. Amen. Whether you feel like it or not, yes. 
if you are a child of God, you've been qualified. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm talking about the Christ of Christmas. Yes. Amen. So I, want, I want to talk about uh, 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 four uh, realities, spiritual realities. And, and, and it's interesting, the thing about spiritual realities is that uh, uh, God's word is true. Amen. Uh, I, I remember the song that, that the kids used to sing, the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. Standing on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Amen. The Bible is right when everybody else is wrong. Amen. And, 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 and uh, like I said, and, and, and I said earlier, sometimes with the things and the issues we deal with and the stuff we go through, the, the enemy... Amen. Of our soul would want to make us think that we are not qualified. Yes. But it's a done deal. Amen. amen. He hath qualified us. Yes. Amen. And amen. Not only has he qualified us, but let me go to number two. Amen. Not only has he qualified us, but it also says in verse uh, verse 13, and he has delivered us from the powers of of darkness. Hallelujah. He delivered us. Oh, I'm so glad that he delivered us. And uh, when I when when we talk about uh the fact that he delivered us, uh again, that's one of those things that has a tendency if you're not careful and if you don't know the truth. Bible says you shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. Yes, Lord. Uh, he has delivered us. Yes. And, 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 and the, the thing about the deliverance of God. Yes. Is that. Uh, there, there, there's an interesting phrase. And, and, and I wish I knew I was going to bring it up. I would have I, I researched it. And, and, but there's an interesting phrase in the Greek. And it is. Now and not yet. Now and not yet. And 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 it's a phrase that's conveyed in the Greek that means there is a truth that uh, is now, but 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 it, it not yet. And, 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 and it's kind of hard to uh, uh, explain it using English. But what it means is that God has done a thing and established a thing. And, 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 and the thing about when God establishes a thing, it's, it's, it's on a solid rock. It's sure. But on our side of time and space... We're still waiting on it to be manifested. Was oh, anybody listening? We're still waiting on it, the, the, the full manifestation. And sometimes what we've got is we've got an earnest guarantee. Uh, I, I, if, if I would try to explain it, uh, take somebody who says, uh, oh, I thank God. God has blessed me, and uh, uh, we 
uh, uh, we just got a new house. I got the keys yesterday to my new house. And I want you to rejoice with me uh, because I got a new house. And, and, and those keys, amen, will unlock the door and that person will say, I got a new house. But there's a reality. They got keys. They put a down payment. They might have made a mortgage payment, but they got 15 or 20 more years to go before it's completely their house. But they got keys and entry and they get to use it and in their uh, vocabulary, they said, God bless me, I got a new house. Right. Stop paying the mortgage. Right. <laughs> and they'll show you whose house it is. But, but, but irregardless, we're going we gonna to put furniture in it and we're going to decorate it and, amen, we're going to fix it up because it's our house. Because what is it? It's now, but not yet. Do, do y'all get what I'm talking about? I'm enjoying it now. And I'm going to enjoy it in 15 or 20 years later when I make that last payment. And don't have to make a mortgage payment anymore. Amen. I'm going to enjoy it even better. I understand what I'm saying here. And so when, when we talk about that uh, in the word there, it says he has delivered us from the power of darkness. Hallelujah. And, 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 and the tension comes in for some of us is that there are still some things of the, of the past that keep trying to drag us back. There's some things of our past that, amen, keep trying to pull us. I, I, I remember the phrase from uh, one of the gangster movies. Some of y'all are better at quoting uh, some of these movie lines than I am. But, uh, uh, and, and I'm not sure what movie it is, but it was a gangster movie where the guy says, Just when I thought I was out, but they pulled me back. Hallelujah. I told you some of you are better than I am. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what's going on in some of our lives. Amen. We, we love God. We want to be saved. We, we, we want to do our best to live for God. And, 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 and we've got head knowledge that we've been delivered. Amen. But there's some, there's some things that are trying to pull us back. Amen. But you need to understand. Amen. God has delivered us. From the power of darkness. And even though we are yet in the world, we don't have to be of the world. And, and there's some remnants of where we came from. But you know what? Amen. They're just remnants. They're shadows. They're echoes. Amen. And if we'll focus on the truth of what God has done, 
He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Now, there's an interesting verse uh, that I want to point you to over in 2 Corinthians. And in 2 Corinthians 1, uh, beginning at the 9th verse, and we'll zero in uh, in that 10th verse is where I want us to focus our attention. 2 Corinthians 1, 9 through 11, it says, yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves. That we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. Verse 10, look at it. Who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us and in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Y'all see that? Notice it's talking in three tenses in that 10th verse. (laughs) Amen. God has already delivered us from so great a death. But amen, not only what he did in the past, God is still in, uh, 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 is doing a very present work of delivering us. Do you all know I'm still being delivered? Do, do, do you understand? Don't, don't, don't get upset. Don't, don't lose hope. Don't quit. Amen. Don't, don't throw, throw in the towel. Amen. If you're not perfect. He has delivered He's still delivering. Amen. My God. If, if, if you'll let him, he'll do, a, he'll, he'll do a very present work in your life. Yes. Do, I, do, do you know how I know he's still delivering? Because there are some times when some, somebody will do something and I'll be ready to uh, act in a certain way or say a certain thing. And, God will, and, and the Holy Spirit will say, don't say that. Yes, Lord. Yes. Don't, don't, don't do that. Yes. He's still delivering. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There's a present work of Christ that's going on, amen, uh, in us, and he's still delivering. My God. So he has delivered us from the powers of darkness. He's qualified us. And, 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 And notice, it's interesting to me, We're talking about the Christ of Christmas. But notice, he qualified us before he delivered us. Y'all see that? He qualified us before he delivered us. My God. Talk about love. Amen. Made a place for us. That's why it talks about the fact that before the foundation of the world, our names were written. Before the foundation of he qualified us before he delivered us. Hallelujah. Who delivered us from some greater death and and, and does deliver us. And in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Amen. I don't know about you, but, but I can face the future. Amen. In regards to what the challenges are. Amen. Knowing that uh, he's done a work. My past uh-huh. is forgiven. Yes. My present makes sense because he's still delivering. Yes. And my future is secure. Yes. Amen. Because what he says there about the future, we trust that he will still deliver us. Yes. Hallelujah. Right. 
Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Some of you that are familiar with social media know that there's a character that appeared in the convocation a few years ago and uh, is, I don't know what the word is, but it makes the rounds with his, I've been delivered. And, and you know, people like to make fun and, and he's, he's quite a character. But uh, Let's not let the characters obscure the truth. Look at your neighbor and say, I've been delivered. I've been delivered. Hallelujah. I'm talking about what God did for us in Christ. The Christ of Christmas. And then, uh, so, so we talked about, uh, number one, he qualified us. We're in 1 Corinthians 1, uh, 12 to 18. We talked about number two, he delivered us. Yes. Amen. And, 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 and we want to get to uh, number three, he translated us. Yes. Uh, in the King James Version there, and where we're at, we're still uh, in verse 13. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us or conveyed us into the kingdom of his son of love. And and, and like I say there, there, there's some tra- he he say that with me. He translated us. He translated us into the kingdom, into the kingdom of, his son of, love. of his son of love. And it's interesting uh that 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 term that 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 God has translated us Amen. Working through Christ, he translated us or conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. That does not mean that God has taken us to heaven already. Amen. That's not what you, and, and you know, when I, I used to, sometimes we got to be careful. We'll read and we'll read over words and we think we know what they mean. And, 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 and in order to get at the essence of what it really means, sometimes you have to go back to the original language yes. and the original usage. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And so uh, when it talks about he has translated us into the kingdom of his son, it's not talking about God has already taken us to heaven because anybody with eyes open know this ain't heaven. Amen. <laughs> We're not there yet. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We're not there yet. But what I found out, the Greek word uh, that's used carries a Roman concept. And, and, and uh, what it means is that, and, and, and I need to give you just a little bit of history. When Rome would conquer different nations, different cities, some of them, they would conquer them and they would burn them to the ground. They would take away all of the people captive as slaves. And, uh, you know, and then there were certain cities that Rome would conquer. And instead of uh, leveling it to the ground, what they would do is they would turn it into what was called a Roman province. Mm -hmm. 
And when they turned it into a Roman province, they would take citizens from Rome and they would uh, 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 have them move from where they were. These are, notice what I said, citizens of Rome. They would have them move to the conquered city and they would turn the conquered city into a province of Rome. And that city, because of the Roman citizens living there, would have certain rights and privileges that the other cities wouldn't have because the citizens who were Roman citizens that were transferred there, they were transferred there to bring Roman culture to that city. Y'all listening to me? Yes, that same verb is the same one that's used and is translated in English as translated us. Hallelujah. Is anybody getting the picture? So what is, what, what's being conveyed here in Colossians is that when it says in that verse that... Um, uh, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us or translated us into the kingdom of, his, of the son of his love. What God is doing is when we, begin, when we become born again and, 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 the, and the people of God, God conveys us or translates us in, into uh, the cities where we live. And it's our job now to bring kingdom culture yeah. to our neighborhoods. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Amen. Amen. You see, we're citizens of another kingdom. Yeah. Amen. And God has saved us and amen, did a work and, and of deliverance in our lives and, and has uh, 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 stirred up our gifts and he didn't take us out of the world. He said, Father, I pray not that you take them out of the world, but I pray that you keep them from the things of the world. Yes, Lord. And so our job, amen, as citizens of the kingdom are, are to bring kingdom culture to the neighborhoods where we live. Yes. And, and, and notice the Roman concept said when they became a Roman province, uh, there were certain rights and privileges they had that other cities didn't have. I believe as the saints of God, there are certain rights and privileges that we have. And for some of us, we, we, we haven't been exercising our rights and our privileges as citizens of the kingdom. Some of us, we wait, in the, we, we, we wait until we get to heaven to say, oh, when I walk on those golden streets and I'm going to, you know, and I'm, I'm going to. Uh, uh, but you know what? Uh, there's some rights and privileges that we have as a citizen of the kingdom. That we can affect the culture yes. where we live yes. instead of letting the culture affect us. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. He has translated yes. us. Yes. Does that give you a little bit better light into that? Yes. He's translated us. Amen. The beauty of the Lord's grace has brought us to a place. Amen. And, 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 uh, the thing about uh, being kingdom citizens 
when we get together with other kingdom citizens, he said, where two or three are gathered together, I'm in the midst. Amen. How many know there's power in unity? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm talking about the Christ of Christmas. And so then, uh, let's go to that last one that we're going to talk about today. I said, amen, we'll only do four, and we'll do the next three next Sunday. And it says in verse 14, in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. God has qualified us to be partakers of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. He's translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom he loves and in whom we have redemption. He's redeemed us. Amen. He's redeemed us. Yes, Lord. And the, the, the interesting thing about redeemed. See, I'm old enough to remember when uh, in our area we used to be able to take uh, empty soda bottles back to the store. Amen. And redeem. Amen. Some of y'all youngsters, y'all know what I'm talking about. When I, when I was a kid, before I had a job, that was the way I made money. I went around, you, you, you want me to get these soda bottles for, for you? Let me clean up these soda bottles. I'll take, I'll take them back. I'll take them back for you. Yeah. We can redeem them. Amen. I was trying to remember how much I got. It wasn't a whole lot. I don't know, three cents, five cents, something like that. Yeah. We, we took them back to be redeemed. That's our understanding of being redeemed. But when the Bible talks about uh, being redeemed, the actual Greek word about redemption, it is talking about uh, the purchase of a slave. The purchase of a slave. And, and especially for us as black people, that, that, this is a negative connotation when you start talking about purchasing slaves. But uh, it's interesting how... In the Bible, uh, and, 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 and uh, there have been different types of slavery throughout history. Yeah. The type of slavery that was practiced in America is called chattel slavery. And chattel slavery is one of the worst yeah. uh, 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 and most evil institutions that men ever came up with. Yes. Uh, back in biblical times, uh, they, they, they had different forms of slavery. Wasn't always chattel slavery in the Bible, yeah. and, and 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 in some instances, sometimes the Bible gets an unfair uh, criticism because there are people that think the Bible is is is, is light on slavery. Uh, you know, there's some scriptures that talk about in in the New Testament. We don't like to preach on them. You know, slave obey your master. That ain't going over very good in a black congregation. Uh, and, and I don't know, have you ever read the Bible? Any, any, I'm, I'm, I'm just taking a, pair, a, a parenthetical uh, break right here, just real quick. You ever read the Bible with rocks in your jaws? Where you read something that's like, huh? 
<laughs> Did it really say that? Oh, it's, it's been some times I read the Bible that it, it huh? But you know what I found out? I found out those times when, 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 when I got rocks in my jaws and it rubbed me the wrong way. Amen. Uh, the Bible was right. I was wrong. I didn't understand. Uh, uh, the Bible said rightly divide the word. And, 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 and uh, one thing, when, when, uh, uh, let me just say this. When you start talking right and wrong, you're going to lose. When, if, if, when, when, when you go before God and you think you're right and he's wrong. I'm giving you a clue. You are going to lose. Because the very definition of right is God. You, you hear what I said? Amen. Uh, you, you know, you can, you can be who, you know, and, and some people, I, I don't care. I, I'm just warning you. You'll lose if you think you're right and God is wrong. Now, I said the Bible there, when it talks about redemption, redeeming, it's talking about the purchase of a slave. And the way that the Bible, in some instances, portrays slaves is different than chattel slavery. A uh, few instances that I would give you, uh, Joseph was a slave in Potiphar's house. Uh, he had been, and uh, a lot of you know the story, he had been uh, thrown in a cistern by his brothers, and they were thinking about killing him, they ended up selling him, uh, uh, and and and. He was sold to an Egyptian named Potiphar. As a slave in Potiphar's house, Joseph had authority over everything except Potiphar's wife. And, and she, tried to, amen, she tried to get him in trouble about that. But Joseph, as a slave, ran the house. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, Another example that uh, I think about of slavery uh, in the Bible, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not promoting slavery, but what I want us to understand is that uh, chattel slavery that was practiced in, 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 in the Americas is different than uh, slavery in the old world. Uh, uh, another instance of a slave, uh, Abraham had a slave, Eleazar. Eleazar was a trusted slave of Abraham, and when Abraham was looking for a, a, a wife for his son, he sent Eleazar uh, uh, with the authority and 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 and, and uh, dowry and wealth and all of that. Uh, and 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 not only was Eleazar a trusted slave for Abraham, but Eleazar was included in the inheritance that Abraham had. In, in, in other words, uh, uh, he wasn't working for nothing. In chattel slavery, amen, we worked for nothing. I, I fought, but, but Eleazar had an inheritance. He was trusted, had a position of honor. And, a, and, 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 and so we see that uh, when it talks about redeem. Now, when, it, when, when the Bible is talking about here, and I'll, I'll be closing in just a moment. But when the Bible says, in whom... We have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sin. 
What we need to understand is that we were already slaves. We were slaves to sin. We were already in bondage. We were in bondage to sin. And Christ redeemed us. Amen. And, 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 and when he redeemed us, he, the, the, the currency that he paid to redeem us was his own blood. Hallelujah. When he hung on the cross, when they stretched him high, amen, uh, uh, that was him purchasing us out of the bondage of Satan. And what a lot of people say is, okay, now we've been set free. And, uh, you know, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. And, 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 but yet we, we, we shouldn't use our, our, our liberty as an occasion amen, for sin. Amen. Yes. Christ redeems us. It says purchasing a slave. When you purchase a slave, you become their master. Unless you decide that you're going to, you know, give them, uh, uh, you know, uh, a writing and you set them free. When you purchase a slave, you become their master. When Christ redeemed us, what a lot of us didn't realize is he became our master. He became our master. That's why uh, Paul and and some of the other writers, when they talk about, uh, I'm a bond servant for Jesus Christ. Do you know what a bond servant means? A slave. Now, like I say, for a lot of us, that word carries a negative connotation. But I'm here to tell you, uh, you're going to serve somebody. You're going to serve somebody. Amen. It, 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 it can be God, it can be Satan. You're going to serve somebody. And uh, uh, I thank God for Jesus. And, and the reason I say thank God for Jesus is that he's got my best interest at heart. Amen. He, 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 he didn't redeem me to misuse me. Amen. I won't call some names, but I, I, I know of a situation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about a real situation. I won't call names to protect the innocent. But uh, I remember a situation back some years ago. Uh, there was a, uh, a member of Bethel that uh, began to have trouble in her home. And... Uh, her dad started acting crazy and uh, mistreating his daughter and uh, was getting worse and worse. And uh, I knew about it being passed, and we began to pray and, 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 and that uh, and, and tried to give instruction and encouragement on what the person needed to do. But the dad started acting crazy and started mistreating his daughter. Uh, and a young man came to her rescue. Uh, he was talking to her. He knew her and knew some of the things that were going on uh, in the home. And, 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 and I don't know the conversation that he had, but uh, probably went something like this. You ain't got to take that. You ain't got to stay there and take that. And, 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 and he, he, he came as a knight in shining armor. He said, I'll take you away from that. You, 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 you ain't got to deal with that. And so uh, that young man came and, 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 and asked her to marry him, and he took her out of that bad home situation. 
and uh, looked like she was delivered. But then after a few years passed, after a few years passed, then all of a sudden, that craziness that was affecting her dad began to affect her husband. Now some of y'all might say, well, what's the common denominator? The common denominator wasn't her, it's sin. Anybody following what I'm talking about here? And the husband began to abuse his wife in similar manner that the father had done when he rescued her. And it got to the point to where she had to leave him. So what am I, what, what am I saying? I'm saying sometimes uh, the one that we think, or the way that we think is our way of deliverance and our escape, uh, if they're broken, you know, we're dealing with broken people. Yes, Lord. And, and hurt people hurt people. Amen. And so, and, 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 and it just, well, I, I know the power of deception. But uh, when she was being abused by her husband, there was a conversation I wanted to have with her husband. And I can't remember if I had, if we had it or not. I, if I would have saw him, I know I would have said it. Is, look. I know what you did to get her out of a bad situation in her home. Now, how in the world can you turn around and do the same thing that, that, that you delivered her out of? And, 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 and when I said that to him, he didn't have, a, there wasn't a word he could say. Why, why, did I, why did I bring that up? I brought that up because when Christ redeemed us, you see, broken people, uh, you know, they can say one thing and then do the same thing that they was talking against. Yes. But I thank God that Jesus is not a broken person. Right. Amen. That, that he's the God who loves us. Yes. And when he redeems us out from the bondage of and the slavery of sin. Yes. He doesn't redeem us to hurt us again. Yes. He redeems us, amen, and he wants the best for us. He wants the best from us. He frees us from our enslavement. Amen. From our selfishness, our doubts, our fears, our rebellion, our own, amen, presupplication, and his life was poured out, amen, for us. And his blood is, amen, the price of our security and our future. Say it with me, these four that we've talked about, four realities, spiritual realities that we have in the price of Christmas. Amen. What are the four we talked about today? We've been qualified. We've been delivered. We've been translated. And we've been redeemed. Amen. If you don't get nothing else under the tree, you 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 got your gifts already. Amen. We'll talk about the other three next week. Stand on your feet. Hallelujah.
Lord, we thank you today for what you've done for us in Christ. And Lord, sometimes we feel shaky. Sometimes we feel unworthy. And frankly, Lord, sometimes we're, we, we, we do the wrong thing for the wrong reasons. But Lord, I'm so glad that you love us with a love that will not let us go. Lord, when you loved us, you healed us. Say that with me. Lord, I've been healed, Lord, I've been healed by, your love. by your love. I've been delivered, 